Follow Cross Atlantic Gaming on Twitter and Instagram at CAG Podcast. That's at CAG Podcast. And you'll keep up with all the latest and greatest things that fly out of chocolate's brain. Actually, who needs more chocolate? Gosh. Risky, hit it. everyone and welcome to episode 90 of cross atlantic gaming i'm your host risky the kid and joining me this week as always are my co-hosts chocolate bear i'm back and the moose what's up guys what's up what's up welcome back chocolate hello thank you good to see you how was your vacation it it was it was stressful (laughs) it was a tough week (laughs) um all right, let's just get right into it. Uh, this week's episode is well, I mean, first of all, it's episode ninety. That's a that's a almost we're almost to like the one hundred milestone where we have to kick somebody off the podcast. Oh, every fifty episodes, we gotta stick with this tradition. So, right. so how how are we gonna do it this time? Are we gonna vote or we could we could just like rock paper three way rock paper scissors odd man out? It's just out. That's true. We'll figure it out. We got ten more episodes before we have to uh, get down to it. So, <laughs> plenty of time. But I think we should just wrestle. Don't leave it to a popularity contest because usually the guy you don't want to win wins that one. <sighs> True. We won't do that. I kind of like the idea of wrestling. Maybe like from old school, like wrestling, like lots of. Yeah, that that could get weird. Never mind. Bad idea. Voting sounds fine. <laughs> That's how Blue died. Risky. <laughs> Too soon. Blue is pretty old, actually. So I think I was gonna say, was it too soon? I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, this is a video game podcast. Welcome to video games. But episode ninety, ten more guys. We are we've been doing this for I was gonna say what feels like forever, but really it hasn't. Right? I don't know. I'd say you guys are seasoned vets. I'm still uh, you know, getting wet behind my ears. Uh, wait, you got like forty episodes? That's a lot. That's still a lot. <laughs> I promise. Yeah, I'm sure that's more. A couple of guest hosts uh, thrown in there as well. True, true, true. Very it's good. The best guest host, right? Well, obviously. <laughs> that's why you're here. No, we're um, here for video games. Oh, that's why we're here. I keep going off track. Sorry, guys. Um, well, this is a Patreon episode, so we can get that out of the way first. Um, got everybody loaded up. Let's see who we got. Who comes out the hat? <laughs> And the person that's coming out of this hat, Rocker. Nice. Congrats, Rocker. Save you a little bit of money on your, uh, your, what is it, your game achievements quest? Achievement hunting? Yeah, there you go. (laughs) I apologize. (laughs) Apparently, I'm not words again this week. Yay. Uh, Yeah, congrats, Rocker. Uh, Just get in touch with one of us or we'll get in touch with you. One or the other. Uh, and we'll get you your Patreon winnings. If you want to be like Rocker and get yourself a chance to win the monthly Patreon drawing, uh, you can head on over to patreon.com slash CAG podcast. Check out the tiers. Check out all that fun stuff. Um, yeah, get yourself entered in to the fun, fun monthly contest. And uh, we are going to tweet out a fun little video of Rocker's name getting pulled out of a hat. So spoilers. But I guess if you are listening now, you already know who won. No. So doesn't really matter i'll hold it a day we'll we'll drop it on a wednesday there you go 
perfect. It's all about continuity anyways. Um, all right. Uh, and then before we get into what we've been playing, Chocolate, you got some things going on. You want to tell the people about them? Yeah, we're, uh, we've dropped or dropping um, some My Friend is Pedro highlights. So I've uh, popped that onto our YouTube channel. Um, please go check it out. Laugh at it. Cry at it. See some amazing headshots and the weird things you can do in that beautiful, beautiful game. Yeah, um, so there's a, a, a just an enormous amount of ridiculous stuff that you can get done in that game. So hopefully there's some uh, good stuff in there. There is some there's some nice stuff. At first, I wasn't too keen on how how loose the mechanics were and the jumping, but looking at some of these highlights, it actually makes it so much more better and wonderful. Yeah, and once um, you get the hang of it, it's kind of it's like smooth as butter once you get into like a rhythm. I feel like. Yeah, I, I do think it is very much a perpetual motion. As long as you keep you keep going and you kind of stick with your path, it it just runs lovely. Um, so yeah that'll be dropping we also have some apex highlights dropping maybe in a couple of weeks after that and then another apex one dropping a couple of weeks after that one um and i will say that if you haven't been to the youtube page um i think we're like 20 subs maybe away from being able to actually have youtube.com slash whatever we decide cag podcast or across atlantic gaming so we're really not that far um from being able to do that from subscribers so um 20 ish people i think if you haven't been there go check it out maybe if you like the content uh make sure to subscribe and like it and all that fun stuff that you do over on youtube yeah please do please do and we have something else that i need to drop we have a new xbox games deal podcast that has just dropped in january so um it's a short february February. No, he Wait. started in January. Yeah, it started in January. I'm just announcing it now. I gotcha. have a nice slow transition. Um, so that has dropped. Um, it's on every app apart from the Google Play Store at the moment, or the Google Podcast. Um, I'm trying to get that sorted. Uh, go check it out. It's anywhere up to about five minutes of just going through the deals and what you should grab and some of my personal faves. So. Go check it out, please. Do it up. Um, all right. I think that's everything we need to get out of the way. Uh, so now we can talk about what we've been playing this week. Another week in gaming. What have we all been playing? Uh, Chocolate, I'll start with you because I'm going to be honest, looking at our list of games here, uh, you might be, be <laughs> playing the only new game. Uh, well, not new, but new to the podcast. So uh, you're playing A Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons, or Son, A Tale of Two Son. Sons? It's it could be sons, Isaac. Brothers of Talos. Two something. sons, unless they're, um, what is it, Siamese twins, conjoined right. twins? Yeah, no, sons. <laughs> yeah. Two sons. Slight <laughs> typo there. Whoops. Um, yes, what a strange game. Um, so, Starbreeze Studios um, did this game, and it's a third person twin stick adventure game. Now, I dabbled slightly in it way back when and it blew my mind the controls so i set it down i've started again and i'm determined to go through this as my uh, main single player playthrough so essentially what happens and i'm going to spoil the first five minutes of the game Uh. i know i've got to spoil a game i have to every week um 
so what happens you are you it opens up into a cinematic you're the younger brother and your mother drowns while you're on the boat and then it comes into you uh, paying your respects at her grave and then your father falls ill and from there you and your brother have to get your father to the next part of the level um the control schemes of it's very strange the right side controls the elder brother the left side controls the younger brother yeah that's and, definitely like the the one thing in this game that's kind of like it's just so different than anything you've played yeah and if you get the brothers mixed the wrong way round for me anyway maybe it's because I'm a simpleton I have to stop and I have to move the younger brother to the left and the older brother to the right because I can't kind of look at the screen and control the pair of them at the same time yeah just can't it get just, your brain to yeah figure out my, what's going on exactly my brain just breaks um control wise that's all you do you're, you've got the sticks and the triggers right and left obviously the right one being for the elder brother the left one being for the younger brother um, and that's how you interact with the world um and go through the the slight platforming or kind of pu- slight puzzles that they've got during the game. Um, it looks nice. The story. What do you think of the story, Risky? Have you played? Have you I played a lot I of this game? I didn't get that far into it when I because I originally had started playing it back when it first came out, or maybe when it first came out to Game Pass. Maybe I don't know. I definitely dabbled in it, and I have it in my library. Um, it might have been games with gold like a year or and a half that. ago or so. Yeah, the I mean, and honestly, the only thing I can remember is the control scheme because it was it was just so different than anything I'd played. So, uh, I when you just said the story and kind of introduced it right there, I didn't even remember what this game was about. So um, that impactful for you? Hey, the controls sure were. I'll never forget those. So. I'll t- I t- my bank That's like a brain was broken at many points of this. Um, so I think uh, from what I gather so far, you once you get your father to um, to see someone, th- there's no t- there's no talking. I'm going to be jumping around here because my my head's going all over the place already. So there's no talking. It so it's like a normal Nintendo game. So it's all text, and you do get that stupid voice of as they're talking, like Sims people. Yeah, uh, so <laughs> and you're just like, why don't you cut that out? And just bring up the text box for me, or vice versa, do voice acting. Yeah, I don't need um, to hear blah, 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 and then still have to read something while the, the game's making noises at my face. Exactly, exactly. Slightly off-putting. Slightly, it takes you out of the immersion. Like, um, it kind of makes sense in The Sims, because it's kind of like that noise, and then like a picture above their head or something. Not dialogue that you have to read. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly what um, that game that I tried to play, that RPG game. Uh, shoot, now I can't remember. That the name was a few it. weeks ago, wasn't it? Yeah, but um, it was all Japanese. Yeah, and I can't that's basically what it was. Was just somebody going sword, blah, 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 sword blah, on. Yeah, Sword Art Online. That's it. All the voiceover was Japanese, so you had to read plus have somebody shouting at you in another language at the same time. <laughs> but isn't that kind of what like anime people do for the most part? Like, I, yeah, don't ask me, bro. I, so I, far, yeah, I'm o for two in anime. That's true. <laughs> we'll find you. Some. Ask uh, Kaboski. Maybe he can recommend something. For you to dip your toes in into the animes. Doubt it. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if anyone can convert you at this point. It might be a, a too far gone. One of my kids, I'm sure, if it is. 
there you go one of them will get into it and i'll see you know it from their weird point of view and and i'll like it (laughs) if you're lucky or or i don't got enough stuff to consume right you don't need to add anime on top of it (laughs) i just watched this terrible gymnastics movie today uh so many plot holes (laughs) Maybe you do need to get the kids into anime so you have something to watch that isn't gymnastic movies. Yeah, I was TV. telling you the other night, I was trying to watch Fighting With My Family, that rock movie about wrestling, and okay. we got to watch Troop Zero, which is a group of misfit children that join a brownies troop to win some sort of science competition or something. I don't know. That, that was the second time I've so seen it, though. So much fun. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's hashtag uh, girl dad life. Girl dad <laughs> exactly <laughs> you couldn't be watching old school transformers and spider-man cartoons or monster jam come on that's or, a thing 100 percent. there you go oh, my son at the moment is watching i think it's called it's dino king yeah. it's all i can describe it as is the dinosaur version of pokemon and well, that sounds like okay. digimon yeah oh, i hate it or is it is it, it bad um, <laughs> I'm off it, but I'm not, as you know, a lover of the Pokemons, but he is just mesmerized. He loves dinosaurs, so he's like, oh, wow. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Uh, and before we move on from children's television, I'd watch my nephew this past Friday, right. and he made me put on, I had to look it up, uh, he made me put on Charlie's Color Forms City. Are you oh, guys wow. familiar? No. Nope. Oh, all right. It's on Netflix. It's a Netflix original. Uh, definitely a child's thing, but it was probably the worst television I've ever had to sit through. So maybe don't. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm not going to point that or highlight that out to my kids. Yeah, because then if they love it, you're just in trouble. So yeah, right. bad idea. I was hoping one of you knew what I was talking about, and you could be like, yeah, which is the worst television in the history of the world. There's so much junk now just with all these different streaming platforms that you know we could all watch lifetimes of children's programming and never watch the same shows. You know no. what I mean? Yeah, I want, is there just like good money in it? Everybody's just cash grabbing, just throwing out whatever ideas they have, and it someone will pick it up. The modern day babysitter. People literally just set their kid in front of Netflix and go about their lives. Not saying that we do that, but that is definitely a trend that I see. It sounds like an easy route. I'll probably pick that one up. Thanks for yeah. the advice. All right, and see how they turn out in about <laughs> seventeen years. Well, that's when you ship them off to college. You never see them again, right? Is that how that works? Uh, no? <laughs> yeah, and then they just become outraged, angry snowflakes on the internet. Need somebody to take care of me when I'm old. <laughs> they probably won't. Those as long as they can pay for my nursing. Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah. So, Brothers of Tale, Two Sons. That's a good game, huh? <laughs> yeah, that was a rabbit hole and a half. <laughs> um, I, I would assume that was a pretty short game, so you should yes. be able to knock that one out if you keep keep trucking through it so my wife's away a lot this week so i'm hoping to finish that up and maybe there get some gamer score um cute tip though don't play it if you're playing for the gamer score or do play it for the gamer score because everything is not tied to the actual gameplay okay you're gonna have to explain that one yeah so uh call of duty the campaign you finish mission one achievement pops um on this one, however, you go through the level or the the world and nothing pops unless you do a specific task. So one of them was, um, oh, I can't think of the name. I think it was like Black Sheep of the Family. And halfway through the level, there was some white sheep. You had to pick one up and you had to drop it in coal to turn it into a black sheep, which then popped the achievement. 
which has nothing to do with the actual progression of the story or the game. Are they big achievements at least? Like you're getting 100 achievements for turning a white sheep black? Well, I don't... Chester's going to hear this anyway. God damn it. Um, (laughs) Yeah, you're getting 50, 75. I think the full completion... I say the completion for the achievement halls of the community. I think it's only 400 game score, but there there are some big... much then. No, there's there's 12 achievements. Yeah, Yeah, you know, I suppose at whatever level you are, you can't be grumble when you, you can get... 400 in under three hours yeah right Makes so sense. yeah so, so, that's, so your contest isn't going well still i haven't checked I, I know i was beating him on the third of february in terms of how much he collected during february and how much i did for those mm. three days but you need to I get a rocker looked. to uh, dm you that list of easy gamer scores no i think you've got it the wrong way around i need to dm him my sign-in details and he needs to play some games play for you (laughs) (laughs) there you go Uh, if you want to go about it that way sir (laughs) so i will say that um you probably have another time of time for brothers because you've been working on your apex legend status like i said we don't have a ton of new games to talk about so we can all talk about apex a little bit but chocolate you had a very good day in apex the other day tell us about it uh, well, I think it, uh, I say spiralled, it uh, uplifted from, me and Moose jumped on one evening, uh, managed to get some Apex in, and I think we got, what was the highest we got, Moose? It wasn't overly... It was top three, I think. I ended up winning a couple games later that night, after you went to bed. Yeah, so I didn't have the greatest night. Um, the following day, it was Thursday, kids off, brilliant, I jumped into Apex, and this is unheard of, and I don't know whether I was playing little children, but I knocked out five wins. Five goddamn Apex champion wins. I was going to say, how many different people were carrying or wearing the baby Bjorn for chocolate to win five times? That's what I said. He had to send the whole internet to the chiropractor. <laughs> exactly. Well, I t- <laughs> there's a guy that I play regularly with. It, it just so happens he's always on at the same time as me when the kids are away. Oh, so so uh, he plays he carried, all the time. He carried me uh, a fair bit. And then I, we must have jumped into someone who is an absolute apex beast because that guy carried us to three other wins. Um, so that guy's just... Oh, that guy was... His that back. guy. Yeah, that's, I mean, he... That's who you need to give your login info to, Chocolate. Yeah, right. <laughs> but listen, I, I did my fair share. There was a running theme throughout that uh, that day, and it was two kills and around 300 damage. That was every screenshot. That's respect- respectable, yeah. right? It only takes one kill, really. Well, true. It only takes one kill to win. Um, but yeah, uh, bar one photo, I think... One of them I did a thousand, one thousand one hundred damage. I, gotta I think f- I got three kills, but yeah, I got to figure out how to pull a clip off my VOD because me and a Ladonian co-stream last week, and I got the final kill with a triple take sniper rifle. Yeah, oh, awesome. clean them up. Yeah, I so don't I like the f- triple take. Ah, oh, dude, I love that thing. <laughs> Do you? Yeah, the triple take is the only gun. Uh, I say the only gun. I'll be corrected very shortly, but it doesn't have any bullet drop. So you can pinpoint aim, and wherever you're aiming, that's where that bullet is firing. Right, because it shoots um, like a beam of light, essentially. T- yeah, I th- I th- three bullets 
don't they go yeah it's kind of like a a, a spread almost yes a very small spread so if you're aiming for the head as long as you're near near it one of those bullets are hitting him or if Mm -hmm. it's in the chest it's three three in the chest and i guess i've been using the the sentinel incorrectly this whole time the whole last week so you're supposed to use one of your uh shield charges to charge up the rifle and then it will do a hundred damage. Oh, yeah, it will break a shield what? or it will yeah. kill it will kill you if you don't have a shield. I've picked up that thing so many times. I, I know, like, me I don't too. Get it. I like, was like, this thing shoots way too slow. This thing's garbage. And when I picked it up, it was kinda like it just reminds me of like a fifty cal sniper rifle. And right. then I picked it up and shot someone. I was like, Wait, what? <laughs> Why aren't you dead? But they do have a fifty cal sniper rifle, but it only drops on the supply drops. Oh, the Kraber, the gold one. Yeah, Kraber. Um, it's the way they've changed some of the guns. Um, they've kind of lumped all the sniper rifles as they should be in sniper rifles. Um, mm-hmm. so there's a new, except for the um, G7, they turned it into a um, yeah. G7's turned rifle. into a or a bolt bolt action assault rifle. Yeah, semi-auto, um, not bolt action. Oh, okay, semi. <clears throat> Yeah, so you know, adding the hop ups for the sniper rifles, changing the ammo as well. It's mm-hmm. um, yeah, just what they've done and how they've changed it. It feels, it feels nice. It did take a week to try and get used to what was what was happening because the map is is completely messed up. Having the I can't the think of planet the planet harvester. Isn't that yes, they call thank it? you. Yeah, planet harvester in the middle. It's just ripping uh, that thing apart. I guess it's supposed to change periodically through the week or something too. T- possibly. Um, th- there's one part of it that's near the train track and near um, kind of the city center where mm-hmm. you would normally have a nice lush kind of green that yeah. you could run across and you could hug kind of the mountains so no one could see you. There's now like a massive crater in the middle right, and a very small, pit. yeah, and a small bridge. Yeah, just the attention to detail, the lead up they did is phenomenal, and I don't know whether that's hyped me up so much that I'm loving everything about the game, or you know they've done a perfect thing of what they've changed with the map, the guns, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and that's good. So, how are you guys like in Revenant? Risky, have you played with Revenant or played with anywhere that had him yet? Uh, I played some games with Shopa, and he was using him. It, it seemed it's like it's a cool idea, his whole like revive thing, but with uh-huh. the minimal amount of health you actually get, it's kind of. But you still have all your stuff, so you can just you know recharge or you but, know well, get, right. if give you, yourself a. Med I guess pack. The, the main thing is you just need to be super strategic as to where you put the respawn right. point thing, because yeah. uh, if you put that anywhere that anybody can see it. They're obviously just going to camp it and kill you. Right. Um, I think the yeah. way that they designed it is to like put that totem up like behind a wall or behind a rock or something that where people can't see you. Everybody activate and then just push. Yeah. So then... But with Revenant, because of his health, so it was quite interesting. Everyone's from the trailer um, and assumed uh, Revenant would be this forceful, you would be the attacker Whereas I was listening to a different podcast about Apex Legends specifically, and they've turned it, which makes more sense. If you actually think about it, Revenant, because he takes so much more damage, he's more of a support, supported character. So, for instance, if the three of us played, I was Revenant, you two would push, and I would try and support by either sneaking up around 
the people we were attacking as you two could push forward because you would have better health, take less air quotes damage. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the way he's meant to be played. Hmm. The uh, the one thing, because I just started playing again, uh, not a ton, but a decent amount, and the one thing that I'm still trying to get my head wrapped around is the hop-ups, um, because I just don't know what they do most of the time. So, uh, first of all, I don't know if I have a gun for it. It does say it, and yeah. if you go over it and you can equip it, obviously you can just hit X or whatever, and it goes right on your gun. But, yeah, if somebody's like, hey, I've got a G7 hop-up, it's like right. I don't tell me what it is, and I'll decide if I want to come get it. I'm assuming it, it, it's a benefit across yeah. the like no matter what you should take it. Yeah, the G7 hop, like just for instance, it will it will shoot two bullets every time you pull the trigger. Okay, so so yeah, it's like until I figure that out, it's kind of a struggle right. where I exactly. pick it up and then I have to go into my inventory, I have to look at it to right. see what it is, just because I haven't memorized any of that kind of stuff. Yep. But if, if you, basically, if you ever find a hop for a gun that you have in your inventory, just pick it up because well, it's gonna yeah. do. It's gonna be a benefit either way. That's fine until you get there's one of them. It might be for the hemlock where it has to shoot in single shot. Oh really? Like semi. Yeah, sure. there, there's one of them where the hop up only works. It like it made it so your bullet damage was higher, oh, but you I had see. to shoot it in semi. Oh, so I got you. Okay. So it's stuff like that where it's <clears throat> like I. I feel like I do have to sit down and actually read each one just so I'm not firing that gun in full auto and missing out on a potential benefit for it. So Yeah, well, that's like the Prowler. If you find the hop for that thing, it basically turns it into a heavy ammo SMG. It just shreds people. Yeah, that's one thing that I've been seeing a lot is if you have like an R99 or any yeah. of the close-up SMGs and somebody's actually up on you, you just... Yeah, You'll as never long put as you can hit faster. It's yeah, crazy. as long as you can keep the target on their body, then you're good. But it also shreds through the ammo so quick that if you miss, you're done. You're in yeah. trouble. Right, yeah. that makes sense. One of the games I rocked two alternators. Oh, wow. I had one fully, one was fully equipped out, and the other one had all like basic level rubbish. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I would go in, I'd shred with one, and then flick over, and obviously it's an alternator again, and then you shred again. Yeah, um, and that's that was strange because obviously you're then trying to hoard all the light ammo that you can possibly find because yeah you're ripping you're going through thirty at a time exactly exactly. But if you're um, playing with like a teammate who wants to do the same thing and use like a G7 and an R301 or something where it all takes mm-hmm, light. the light ammo, you can kind of like hey, yeah. I found some ammo for just you. I here's some for just me like it's you could definitely yeah. do it that way if you it, it, favor those guns it's a lot better if you're obviously communicating mic'd up and you're playing with people you know then you've got that communication whereas if you're playing sometimes with randoms it's it's a lot harder to get that understanding and the kind of you know help me out don't be a, a loot goblin i want yeah or i need this which i suppose loot, essentially the old loot vacuum yeah, yeah, essentially, I'm being the loot vacuum myself, but yeah, playing with Kirby over there, <laughs> sucking everything up. I don't. He's got all these attachments and things he doesn't even need, but he's got inventory yeah. space. So, are you looking at these guys? You've all got purple shields, and I'm still rocking level one. What's what's happening? What's going Someone on here? <laughs> um, so, yeah, Apex is you know season four is here. I got the battle pass, so ever you see me on there, jump in. I'm not good, but I'm fun. 
I'm not good, but I'm fun. I average like one to two wins a day. So that should be your motto. Yeah. Put it in your Xbox profile. <laughs> not good, but I'm fun. Not good, but I'm fun. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. It's pretty fitting. Cool. Yeah. So Apex is still good, believe it or not, everybody. If you're looking for a battle royale, uh, there you go. Yeah, However, buddy. if you're looking for a different battle royale, Moose, you've been yes, playing sir. some PUBG with me and some other people. I've been trying. Oh man, I forgot the learning curve of that game. Yeah, it's uh so I hop back in and I don't know why <laughs> I did. New map, right? Uh well yeah, so the new oh man, I should have written down the name of the map. Do you remember it's like the name of the Karakan map? Karakan or something like Karakan? that. I'll look it up Kar- real quick. I wanted to call it <laughs> Kakarot, but isn't that something else? That's um <laughs> Dragon uh, Ball Z game. Exactly. <laughs> Carrot Snake? Uh, something like that. Um so I hopped into that. Uh just I pretty much Karakin. Karakin, okay. So we pretty much exclusively have been playing Karakin uh, the last few days. It's a mm-hmm. uh, it's a sand map, kind of like the second uh, map. Yeah, the second map that came out in PUBG. I'm terrible. Sandhook, except for is it Sandhook. No, that's the. I think that's a small like four by four map or sand. sand I don't. <laughs> you tell me, chocolate. I don't remember. I'm, I shall be back. I'm googling. <laughs> uh, yeah. So this is. It's just a. It's a lot of sand <laughs> it's, miramar uh, miramar that's the name of it yeah that's the second map yeah. in pubg yeah so this is yeah. like smaller miramar is what it feels like to me right um it, except for they upped the loot by what feels like eight billion which yeah which is super awesome in a battle royale when you know you're not gonna like if you lose a fight most likely in this game it's because you got outplayed not because you landed in a bad spot and couldn't get loot because i'll walk into buildings that have like six assault rifles Mm -hmm. in one room and tons of ammo and attachments like Um, piles of guns literally yeah like they're stacked on top of each (laughs) other um and then so we at one point we had swapped over to back to erangel which was the first map just to uh, see what it was like uh Mm -hmm. and landed and couldn't find loot find anything which I, it's two very different types of game when the loot is set out that way. Right. Uh, so if you're still into like the old school Erangel map and just set your expectations after you've been playing the new map because there's not a lot of loot, which is, is fun in its own way. But I think I definitely prefer landing, being able to actually be ready to have my first gunfight uh, when it comes about rather than, well, I had an SMG and this guy had an assault rifle and a sniper rifle and it was a long engagement like it's good to be ready for that kind of stuff yeah I'm, I'm still figuring out the guns again so i know that i like the uh was it m416 or something like that yeah that m4 straight it's fun um the there's definitely new guns since i played last i Tons felt of them it, yeah like every other gun i was picking up the first few games uh was new and that but the the old guns were still all there, so right. it's not like they're getting rid of stuff. Um, yeah, I picked like a, a MK mutant or something. At I was some this, point there's definitely a gun. I've just been calling it the mutant because yeah. <laughs> there's some numbers and letters before it, but the important part is the mutant. So, but that game like feels so. I don't know. It makes me feel so dumb. Maybe it feels after so playing PUBG. Yeah, but after playing all the other battle royales, like it just feels like clunky and slow and like. I mean, well, I don't yeah. want to say unresponsive, but like you've got to go into your menus to attach things, and you know what I mean. It's definitely more 
semi than something yeah. like Apex right. um, or Tarkov, I, something like that, right? Or Tar, yeah. And they've made uh, some improvements to the game since the last time I played it. Like it's running a right. lot smoother. They have options in there that are like PC options, but for the Xbox, like right. you have a field of view slider. Yeah, which, that goes up to like 110 percent. Which goes up pretty far, in which you don't see that a ton of games. And right. it also has a resolution slash performance. So you can pick which modes so you're going to play in either 1440 uh, with higher frames or 4K. So if you're out on a 10p or a 1080p monitor or a 1080p television, like just put it in performance mode. And um, yeah, I don't know. It just feels smoother overall. It's definitely like a clunkier game, like you said, Moose. Just, be, but I feel like that's how it was built kind of like right. those are just it's bones it's yeah. not going to feel as smooth as apex like any of the things that came after it right uh but it's definitely the most tactical one but in I'd my say, opinion yeah i'd say the best you know update or correction they've made is i don't think any of us got kicked out of a game while we were on a motorcycle or in a car just uh, weird just bugs flying across the map <laughs> Yeah, so if you haven't played in a long time, the game's on yeah. console specifically is leaps and bounds better than it used to be, which is yeah. awesome. Um, it they runs did like things... it should, right? What? I said it runs like it should. Yeah, exactly. And um, they added a ping system, which I mean, everyone's doing, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, you can be very specific about the ping too. Like if you point up onto a ridge, you'll also call out like the approximate distance. So if you have a sniper, you can actually dial it in. Uh, if you're getting right. that far into it or if you're that good, I guess, um, if bullet drops a thing for you, cause it's not for me. I just shoot at the guy and watch everything hit him 20 yeah, yards exactly. in front. Uh, they also made it. So when you, if you have a weapon and you pick up an attachment, it just auto attaches. Uh, I know that used to be a huge benefit on PC was the people that would pick up stuff. It was so easy for them to put Mm -hmm. the actual attachments on their guns because they just use their mouse and quickly throw everything over to one side of the screen. It would attach everything where when you had your Xbox controller, you had to like click down to it, had to click a button then click which gun to put it on. Now, if you have a gun that it'll go on, whichever guns equipped, it'll just throw it, throw that attachment onto the gun. Uh, and if you pick up a new gun, it swaps all of it out onto the new weapon. It's just, it's definitely better than it used to be. Um, and Massive uh, quality of life improvements. That is having the uh, attachments swap over and yeah, automatically. Yeah. It's kind of just like they finally took a look around and was like, what's everyone else doing in the battle royale genre that we started, but everybody else has improved upon. We need to kind of throw some of that back into our game. Yeah, um, yeah. Because before you had to, you know, essentially just make your weapon explode on the floor, pick up the other gun, and then put everything back onto it, and that takes yeah, you ten or fifteen yeah. seconds where you're getting shot in the face. Yeah, and that's how it was in Blackout for a while before yeah. they picked it up. It's kind of Apex has done plenty for the battle royale genre, so that's good on them. Um, but yeah, PUBG's in a good place, and if you uh, haven't played in forever, um, hop back in. If you have even an inkling, I think uh, most people will be impressed with where it is now compared to where it was a year ago, two years ago. Um, it's fun, though. Yep, and they have six maps to play now, too. So different yep. sizes, snow, jungle, desert, whatever, you know. A little bit of everything. I want. thought, didn't they have a snow map for a while? Yeah, they still do, unless Did it's they? not okay. available. 
I, uh, but it's listed on the the Wikipedia as one of their maps. Okay, yeah, I just didn't play it at all. But I, <coughs> like I said, I've been playing the new map uh, pretty much exclusively. So, yep. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm enjoying my battle royales again. Since Modern Warfare apparently decided they're just not going to do it or talk about theirs, so hey, they could be the first ones to make data miners liars. You know, good. Somebody needs to do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's PUBG. I don't really think I had much else to talk. Uh, about that one but it's definitely changed it's definitely better so right and there's custom maps or matches too now so if you're looking for something to play with a bunch of people you can play up to 100 people with your own you know without having any randos or anything so yeah that's such an awesome community thing you right. can do as well like if you just take the two by two map like the smallest map of there and just yeah, throw yep. like 20 people in like that could be a ton of fun yeah. for sure bomb will survive <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, where are we going next? Uh, Moose, you want to talk about Battlefield Five? Sure. Um, you still uh, chipping away at those war stories? Yep, I've got uh, two of them done. So I played through the first two. The first one was Under No Flag. So you're you're a criminal pulled from a London jail and forced to the front lines, and it's on you and basically only you to uh, take out a German airbase. So you've got to sneak around and take out the antennas and then you got to sneak over and take out the uh, anti-aircraft guns and uh, then blow up planes and uh, it's it's just a lot of fun and then the second uh, mission that i played was called the nordlies and you were essentially a a female version of sam fisher from norway and you have to infiltrate first an enemy base to free your mom and then second, you have to steal a bunch of enemy intel. So it's it's a lot of fun. They're really well written. They look beautiful. And, uh, you know, I don't know why I waited so long to play this before. Probably because I was just so turned off by all the things that were wrong with the game. That's so. kind of how these games go, it seems. Right. It's just kind of yeah. just it's give EA, it a year or two. <laughs> yeah. Don't buy it when it comes out. Save yourself 40 bucks and buy it the, the following year for $20. And it should be in, you know, the best form that it can be in at that point. So, um, I, I want to check out all the new stuff, the Pacific and there's a new, uh, jungle map as well that just came out last week. But right now I'm just crushing the, uh, the storyline stuff when nobody wants to play apex with me. That's what I'm playing. So I haven't touched battlefield in so long, dude, if you go back, you'll, you'll just be shocked at how good that game looks. Yeah. I mean, I love battlefield one and the battlefield before that were, kind of my top mm-hmm. my top multiplayer games it's um it's a shame they they dropped a big doo-doo right at the beginning and yep i think that you know that's the case with with battlefield 5 as well as battlefront 2 they're both in their best states that they've ever been in right now yeah and they're being supported immensely by ea so you know why not jump in now i think you can pick them up for like less than ten dollars at gamestop this week so oh wow it's also like they don't have a game coming out this year, so right. maybe they just have the extra time to be focusing on the stuff. I'm sure they're working on whatever's coming next, Battlefield sure. 6 or yeah, you know, Front they. 3 or something. I don't, yeah, it's, I don't, it's, I'm curious to see where they go next, if they're going back to modern or if they're going to try to go back to Vietnam or some one of the other you know, previous wars. Modern makes the most sense to me, right. but I don't know if because... Call of Duty. Oh, that's never stopped them before, I guess. Though they kind of always yeah. just bounce off each other. It seems like so. Exactly. Definitely could be modern, and I'd be I'd be okay with it. But Battlefield Four was probably the best one in the series. 
no doubt. doesn't hold up as well now, but, but definitely yeah, this is the one I had the most fun with. This is on my backlog list. I hope to have it completed next week. I've got two more war stories to finish. So nice. So they have they not added any since uh, launch? That was kind of. I think it started with like the prologue, which is kind of like an overview of the war, and you just play like fifteen minute segments here and there, and then it swaps you kind of like what Call of Duty does. And then, um, then the the next two are like two to four hour long segments, depending on how on how bad you are. Okay. So it's probably about <laughs> an eight-hour eight campaign altogether, something like nice. that. Yeah, but it, like I said, it's really well written. They have um, really great character development, and they give you good background on who you're playing as and all that stuff. So, and they're all different people. You know, it kind of jumps around in the war and gives you a different story from all different perspectives. Yeah, that tra- trailer for the jungle one was really, really good. I watched it. I, th- I think a few days ago and it looked really immense and the new jungle cool. maps yeah I think it was a there was a woman and I think her squad got taken out and then she kind of calmed herself down yeah found her zen and then mowed everyone down with a sword and oh my god yeah it takes place in uh the asian pacific somewhere like laos or something like that i can't remember exactly but it's it's definitely you know in the jungle and it, it looks intense i've watched um actually jordan from x1 bros stream it last week and he's pretty good at that game i'm definitely not that good but it, it looks like a really intense map it's kind of small and it's very populated as far as you know the troops go so lots going on good might jump back into it we'll see do it bear nice um what's up next uh vigor vigor's on the list chocolate diving into some vigor i'm i've been playing this a bunch this week as well it's kind of been apex vigor PUBG, right destiny four whole bunch of things (laughs) how you liking vigor Uh, vigor's strange um i (laughs) <laughs> yeah, coming off the back of playing uh, far too much Apex, um, I thought I would, you know, see the world, have a good encounter. Um, I think literally five minutes as soon as I loaded in, um, some sneaky SOB shot me while I was uh, running past something. So I'm a fool. Um, but just the way, I suppose, the way they've got the fact that you can build your base hop into a match, do what you need to do, come out to then upgrade your base to then help you get map pieces for this gun and that gun. Um, Yeah, I like the idea of it, but I can't quite grasp the going in gung-ho or running or searching through. How you should be playing it. Yeah, it's not... Obviously, I need to play it a lot more, and I didn't give the game enough time to kind of work out how I needed to do it and what I needed to do. Did you um, go in by yourself, or did you go in with like a guide? Because Risky basically yeah. showed me the ropes, and if I would jump into that game without you know somebody showing me what to do, I'd just be like, um, I don't know what to do. I suck at this. Yeah. Let's go play <laughs> I, something I, else. I, yeah. I went blind. I stupidly went blind just because... I thought I want to try this. Everyone has been talking about it. Everyone kind of jumped on the the Vigor train. Um, it was all, everybody that had a yeah. console and not a PC that couldn't play Tarkov. Just yeah, everyone got Vigor. It exactly. <laughs> yep. Um, so yeah, I tried it. Um, I I would imagine 
I definitely need a guide because this game is not your a well it's not even a battle royale but you know that atypical kind of thought process of right I can have an encounter kill this guy move on try and get to the next bloke because that's not what this game's about this game is about collecting your resources building up the back end building up your base so you can go in better equipped to then potentially crouch hide in a bush and then come out and <laughs> yeah. kill some poor fool that's been in the game for two minutes that's the thing is that like some of your best runs or like personally some of my best runs have been runs where i don't see a single person because i don't have to deal with anyone um and like when you're in there you have the bard house which holds a ton of loot and then you have the airdrop which holds a ton of loot and i've had matches where i've gone to both of those got both of those and just not had to fight with anyone else because everyone else is just kind of doing their own thing like maybe just looting buildings and then trying to leave because a lot of people just run in with no weapons you just run in you're not risking anything because you're not bringing any of your weapons uh just try to grab as much loot as you can and then come back right where you came from so there's you know the the one thing you can hit that gives away all the locations of where people are have you hit that at all what is that the signal tower so i went to go to a signal tower or a that's where I got shot. So uh, I went up. I I, yes. I saw out the corner of my eye. I was like, oh, what's that? That's close. Because I think I was going to go to the... Oh, let me try and think. It was either like a dock or a boatyard or some... It, that was like 250 yards away. And then I saw this thing in the corner of my eye that was 10 yards away. And I thought, oh, I'll go to that. I went up, went to go kind of tinker around. And a guy literally just kind of from crouch, uh, from laying down prone crouched stood up pop pop i was like oh i'm not having this got had only had my pistol went to try and aim got two shots off at him and then i was dead it was like oh this is yeah tough and that's (laughs) that's the same thing with like tarkov like this type of game uh especially having objectives in this game like having the signal tower makes it a perfect perfect spot for somebody to just camp up wait for some unsuspecting person go to hit the switch because as soon as you start to hit x on it you're kind of like locked onto it right there so you can't like back yeah. off quick and run away and no it's I, definitely I need a good to ambush think... spot no 100 percent, it was good um i need to play that game more thinking kind of a state of decay style grab your loot move yeah. You know, that kind of constant exploration and moving at the same time. But I didn't have that mindset at the time. That's one thing that's kind of cool about the game is that so when you get into your lobbies, you can, I don't know if you noticed this, but you can actually click on each person and see what they're bringing into the fight. Um, so if you see the four other teams that you're going to fight against all have like legendary or exotic gear, like yellow or purple, uh, you know, they're probably coming for the care package or whatever um so you you might want to stay away from it or if you see anyone in general that run and you brought in like a pistol just stay away from everyone Uh, but then you'll get runs later on where you're bringing in your own like purple gun that has sights and is fully loaded and you're just aiming to go to every hot spot uh kill people take their loot Uh, it's just cool how you can kind of do different runs depending on who's in your lobby it's definitely it's a lot to think about um like you said and the more you play the easier figuring those type of situations out becomes definitely show me the ropes moose best, take me through this place best part is it's free to play yeah so. which is which is awesome definitely worth a uh, a free to play look no and doubt. a better they've got a better 
style of battle pass than mm-hmm. the other the other games because they are constantly giving you on the free tier they're constantly giving you stuff which is not necessarily so apex gives you at times crap absolute crap and garbage that you don't want however this one was it's all crates it was all cos- lots of crates crates um was there some cosmetics or that was on the battle uh, that was on the paid i think there yeah i think there's cosmetics too yeah so it was it seemed like there was a constant kind of flow of free stuff that you wanted that you needed um yeah so i liked that part of it um yeah, I'm gonna waffle. So yeah, let's move on. <laughs> Just need to get you some knife runs under your belt, bear. Just it, it, go in with nothing. Some... So then, if you get killed, it doesn't matter, and you know, just see. That's like I think that's like the most fun is just going in with nothing and trying to loot as much as you can and escape before you know somebody with a gun finds you. Yeah, yeah, it's weird how there's different stages. Like when you first start out, that's a great mm-hmm. idea, and then it's like as you play more and you just have more equipment and more equipment. Like at this point, I've just got like 50 random weapons sitting in my stash, so it's like, well, I might as well just take one yeah. out, or I can make them super easy now. So it's kind of as you like the people have been playing this game for like hundreds and hundreds of hours are always going to have like great loot to bring in, just because they're going to mm-hmm. have a stockpile of the stuff at this point. So the different play styles from starting and being hundreds of hours into the game are very different how you're going to play. So it's, right. it's kind of cool going on that journey. Yeah, and then you can also get to the point where you just play Golden Goose mode and load up all your best stuff and just, you know, go tempt folks to try to kill you. Right, and yeah, that's fun until somebody sneaks up behind you and then <laughs> they get your, your yeah, they, Golden Goose. They knife kill you for you exactly. know, two months worth of loot. Yeah, it's it's fun. That's what's really nice about Vigor and Tarkov. It's just that type of risk where you bring in your like most prized possessions, and then mm-hmm. if you don't play well or you have an off game, it you're just you lost all of that. And it's 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 pretty cool that way. Yeah, um, I did have one Tarkov story. I played. I barely played Tarkov uh, this week, but the one run I did do, I went in with Shopa and we were looting like a three-story building mm-hmm. and he told me he'll yell, yell like comms or we just say comms when we need everyone to stop moving so you can kind of sound oh, yeah. a little bit see right. who's where uh so he said that and I, I stopped and we were on the same floor uh i was kind of like down a hallway a little bit away from him um and he didn't know i went down there so oh, we're looting two rooms that are maybe like three doors away from each other and then we both think we hear something so I pop out my door and I'm like using the lean function and then I see his like bald shiny head pop out because it's like you kind of just inspect each other when you first land in because there's nothing above anyone's heads to tell you that they're your teammates. So he's this bald dude with sunglasses and so I peek out, I see him uh, and he peeks at me and just blows me away. (laughs) Like it it was the best shooting I'd ever seen. (laughs) Right between the eyes. Yeah, dude. I He was like, as soon as he did it, he was like, Zach? That was you, Zach, wasn't it? Was, was, that, was that you? That wasn't you, was it? And I was just like, F this. <laughs> so, I'm done. And that, I think that's how we ended that night. It was just like... Uh, but it was the first time that... It, like, Yeah. That type of situation being like a thing in real life, yeah. like, that's just so scary that like that's what... I think, I get, yeah, every time I die in Kar- Tarkov, it's because I'm like, is that you? Nope, that's not you. 
because yeah, I hesitate you, just for a second and then I'm dead. Yes. If you don't, you need the awareness of where your teammates are right. all the time. And I think that's why I've been just migrating a lot towards vigor. It's just, it's so much more user forgiving. friendly yeah. and forgiving. <laughs> you have a map, you know, where there's a little diamond above your teammates names or heads. So you don't <laughs> accidentally kill them. Oh, Tarkov. We'll get there. That's something. We'll get there. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right, I think that's really all we've been playing. It's been a lot of the same old stuff, but uh, there's not anything new out, so you're going to be stuck with all day the same old stuff until something comes out, <laughs> right? Um, and maybe some backlog stuff here and there. Exactly. Maybe get you guys some exciting stories uh, from from these same old games. <laughs> um. All right, so next up, we need to quickly talk about Game Pass Roulette because we dropped the ball. Yeah, I made a moose steak. You didn't even make a <laughs> um, I mean, that's that's pretty good. Amazing. <laughs> but, you know, I looked it up and I was like, yep, yep, we're good. February 11th, good to go. Didn't double check anything, so it's not coming out February 11th. Thanks, Rocker, for letting us know. <laughs> yeah, so it's coming out, I think, like a month after that. Yeah, I think it's March 11th, actually, now. So uh, we're going to move Ori in the Will of the Wisps to next month's. Um, and to fill the spot for this month that we're in right now of February, uh, we're going to do kind of a different one, a fun little yeah, one. We're going to put a fun little spin on it. Uh, we're going to play Fishing Sim World Pro Tour. Oh, everybody just went, ugh. Nah. Did you hear all the size? We're going fishing. Got I the cooler him. full of beer already. Um, But what we're going to do is once we've kind of dove into the game a little bit uh, in the next couple weeks, we're going to set up some type of tournament uh, for the last week of Game Pass where we'll have a certain area, certain fishing rods, certain bait. Yeah, we're just going to try to get everybody on the same playing field uh, somehow. Uh, And then we're just going to have a little fishing tournament with everybody can send us pictures or post in Discord their biggest fish that they've caught mm-hmm. um we just figured that'll be a fun way to kind of get yep. some community interaction maybe I guess. we can muster up some sort of prize like a game pass code or 10 bucks to this microsoft store something like that i was just gonna say what could the guys net them well we'll tell them next week once we've decided so keep your eyes out folks just download it and get to practicing because i'm going out for the for the w Yep, we're going to win our own prizes. That's right. Keep the money in the house. <laughs> Keep it in house. Uh, the house always wins. Risky always loses it in gambling every weekend. So gotta yeah, so i got to win some of it back. <laughs> we're pretty much broke at this point. Sorry, patrons. I spent all your money on the the 49ers. But he's, oh, he's got a hot tip on the on the Milwaukee Bucks this year. So I'm hoping on that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so Fishing Sim World Pro Tour. This went into Game Pass. Uh I think like last month, uh, in January at some point. So it's it's new on Game Pass, um, and we'll keep you guys updated on how the little tournament's gonna go, what the prize is gonna be. Uh, but get out there and start fishing, folks. You gotta That's right. get your practicing. Dinner ain't gonna catch itself. Looking for the best anglers only. All right, but catch me some bass. Exactly. That's the spirit chocolate. Get excited for dinner. I'm pretty hungry. Anyways, um, yeah, so Game Pass Roulette is a change-in. Ori and the Will of the Wisps will be next month. Um, 
So yeah, uh, let's get into some news. All right, Moose, what's going on in the news? This Not week? a whole lot, to be honest. It's just a big, big old dead period in everything in games right now. I guess I, I like I looked at like a hundred websites to this morning <laughs> trying to find news. So I got everybody a few just stories. play your battle royales, and uh, news will come in a couple months. Right. Um, <laughs> this first story comes compliments of the bear himself. Uh, I know he's keeping oh, a, yeah. a close eye on this. Uh, the Bleeding Edge beta is going to be next weekend. So um, if you've pre-ordered the game on any platform or if you have ac- uh, Game Pass access, then you can download the beta. Uh, Ninja Theory just said uh, to look for the game in the store sometime this week. So the beta should be there, I would say, probably Wednesday or Thursday since Friday is the day it opens. And it's good from Friday till uh, Sunday the 16th. Yeah, uh, it's Fed 14th. That's the Valentine's Day, isn't it? Yes, sir. It's a strange day to drop it, but we love you, Bleeding Edge, so... Hey, you can sit next to your sweetheart and just melee and hack and slash your way to, you know, a beautiful night of romance. Ooh, that sounds... good. (laughs) (laughs) It's a very descriptive word there, Bear. (laughs) Yeah, I couldn't think of anything that was punny or anything else, so... Uh, let's move on. Don't think Risky has anything to add to that story, so let's move on. Uh, Dan Hauser is retiring. So I don't know if you guys heard about this last week, but it kind of shook up the uh, gaming world. Uh, the Rockstar co-founder and one of their biggest creatives is walking off into the sunset. A very rich man in March. Um, Rocks. Uh, let's see. He had a hand in the writing of most notable Rockstar games, uh, the GTA series, Red Dead Redemption, Red Dead Redemption 2, Bully, L.A. Noir, Max Payne, pretty much anything that sold is uh, yeah. him. <laughs> so uh, I read on one site that Departure could have something to do with Rockstar moving games toward their online modes and away from single-player single narratives. So, you know, he's like, well, if there's no use for this creative brain, then I'm going to go play golf, I guess. Um, yeah, and you know he's still going to be making money even after he oh, retires. Yeah. Well, so. his, his brother is the co-founder, so it's yeah, and not like they're going anywhere. Just the amount of money this man is retiring with. He doesn't need any extra money no. like, anyways. Dude, I read an article that uh, Rockstar had its most successful holiday season of GTA this last December. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> It, the wow. game's been out for seven years, and it had the best-selling <laughs> holiday season last December, 2019. Isn't that mind-blowing? They're printing money, it's literally. It's insane, dude. Yeah. GTA 6 is, is going to make, like, just, I can't think of the amount of money. I can't I can't even make up a number for you. It's going to be more than anything yeah. ever. Unfortunately, well, at least in my opinion, unfortunately, it looks like uh, the GTA 6 is going to be completely online. So there's not going to be any type of single-player story narrative stuff in it. I don't know if I'm even that upset about it. Well, I know, because you <laughs> spent thousands of hours in GTA Online, right? Uh, yeah, and you did the campaign, and I haven't yet. So <laughs> <laughs> makes sense. But I was also the person that turned in the first Call of Duty Modern Warfare after I finished the campaign. So maybe I'm not doing it right. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> uh, I just looked up Dan Hauser's net worth faux fun. Oh uh, 130 million. That's yeah. it. Re- pretty respectable. Uh, at, yeah. yeah, last updated 2020. So he must be giving money to charity because they make billions. 
But I guess uh, yeah. China takes a good chunk of that, don't they? Being take two. Maybe he's the younger brother, and so the, <laughs> yeah, right. the older one gets a bigger cut. <laughs> I'm sure that doesn't have his golden handshake in that uh, in that figure. Yeah, the parachute. <laughs> I'm Definitely sure true. he's yeah. going to be just fine. A hundred percent. So, like I said, he's walking off into the sunset, a very rich man, and he'll be sorely missed by most of the people there at Rockstar. Yeah, all those games you said are just classic. Like, exactly. Rockstar doesn't do bad games that often, so... Well, we'll see what happens after Dan's gone. All right. So uh, on to some more departure news. Chocolate, this one might hurt you closer to the heart. Uh, Rod Ferguson, uh, after 15 years of working on Gears at the Coalition, he is joining the Diablo 4 team at Blizzard. Uh, he's yeah. <laughs> He's joining Mike Ibarra, previously of Xbox, in what could be the most tumultuous time for Blizzard in history. Well, they need to uh, get their socks pulled up don't they they've uh, they they've had a rough a rough couple of uh, and it's couple of outings well the hits keep on coming you know with the warcraft remastered game last week or two weeks ago that they're just giving full-out refunds to everybody for <laughs> so it's you know things are looking bad but they got some some big wigs from microsoft over there trying to fix things yeah it interests me that i wonder whether some of these are that not that they were pushed, but if you're in onto a cushy thing, if you're doing well, why do you leave? You need a challenge. D- potentially. And what bigger challenge than try right. to right the sh- sinking yeah. ship that is Blizzard? Well, that's true. That's it's only got one way. Well, I mean, it's it could be dead, but yeah, there's only one way. Hopefully, they'll uh, they'll resurrect. Maybe they see you know Blizzard as a just a sad little injured puppy that they want to nurse back to health and you know bring the yeah. champion form no no true true um have they named a replacement for him at the coalition not that i'm aware of have you heard no no i'm sure it'll be something internal because it sounds like I you would. know he's been there for 15 years so i assume a lot of the other people that are under or parallel with him have been there about the same amount of time so did you know that um the coalition started out at epic games I yeah, I only recently found that out. Yeah, I, I, just, I read ago. that today, and then they sold the the IP to Microsoft, and then it took off from there. How weird is that? Epic could have been before right. the Fortnite blew up. Could have been something. Well, not could have been something. They they were something, but yeah, they could have had these amazing titles under their belt. Yep, everything happens for a reason. I think they're doing just yep. fine. Well, yeah, I think the Fortnite has uh, has cushioned the blow. Yeah, no doubt. So, anything to add there, Risky? Nah, I'm good. Cool. Let's move on. Uh, Phil Spencer is uh, doing his peacock walk around town these days. Uh, He stated in a protocol interview last week that they respect Sony and Nintendo, but see Amazon and Google as their main competition for the future. Shots fired! Uh, Microsoft has spent tens of billions on Azure, which is their cloud-based gaming program, and also the Game Pass subscription service, and they're hedging their bets that it's going to be the future of gaming. And basically they're saying, um, Nintendo and Sony, you guys are cute, but we are years and billions ahead of you in the future. <laughs> See, I think that the way he's he's setting this up is because of Game Pass or Game Pass and Ultimate Game Pass. Right. It's that they are looking to jump in on the Netflix 
subscription. That's why it's their competition. It's got nothing to do with games. It's it's getting people in that ecosystem, in that service. Right, and then they've got that Twitch, you know, to compete with with Amazon over on their their streaming service. Precisely. Um, yeah, I don't think they're not they're not bothered by the games. No. That's the wrong word, but it's their focus is on getting people in, right? Any which way, how? And yes, you sh- you need the software to do that. Yep. All the games, um, but th- that's the way I read. Yeah, that kind of yeah. What, what essentially what Phil's saying is, you know, you guys have your your game consoles, and that's cute and all, but we're a multimedia platform, and everybody's going to come here for everything. D- yeah, and I believe didn't Nintendo's CEO respond or say something about? Yeah, I can't think um, what it was. Basically, they you know they're asking what they're doing with the Switch, and he basically just said that the Switch is in the middle of its life cycle right now they're not looking to make any moves they're not competing with anybody and you know nintendo is their own entity and they don't have any competition no which um i I was speaking to a friend and it's funny how when you talk about consoles you do you do only talk about playstation and xbox however whichever side of the fence you sit on with either of those there's one common denominator right 90 percent of people will have a switch yeah, it's true. Yeah, it does seem that way. And, and that's yeah. Nintendo's in a perfect spot there. Yeah, and that's what they were saying with the the Switch being in its you know mid life cycle right now is the what they're finding out with the Switch Lite is all those people that had all those Pokemon titles on the DS and the Game Boys are coming over just for that handheld experience and they're buying the Lite because it's the most similar experience to what they had with their old consoles or their old handhelds. Although, <laughs> yeah. dude, I will say that I've been. Obviously, I've talked about some cloud gaming uh, mm-hmm. before with like xCloud, but I bought, and I don't even know if I've talked about this, but I bought the Razer Jungle Cats uh, controller yeah. for my phone, Right, uh, and it's a $100 controller. It's way too much for, <laughs> for what it is. It's essentially it's buying, it, well, right, it's essentially buying a set of Joy-Cons, which run, which those still bucks. run like 80 bucks right yeah, now. Yeah, it's crazy, and they're cheap um, plastic too. Yeah, and, I mean, these are... Uh, they're very, very similar um, okay. to Nintendo's Joy-Cons. Because um, didn't Jungle Cat, uh, or didn't Razer just announce a new one also that's made specifically for xCloud, but it's not out yet? Uh, yeah, that does sound familiar. Um, and it looks almost exactly like the Jungle Cat. Right. Um, but what I was getting at is that with, uh, with how reliable so far for me on my home Wi-Fi... Mm-hmm. Um, xCloud has been it kind of like I haven't been touching my Switch as much because um, the game I think there's like 50 something games in yeah. there right now and if you're if you're home and your Xbox console's there you can literally stream anything on your Xbox right now right you just um, have to be in the preview program right which is opt-in at this point right so exactly anybody can be doing it and um, I started up I didn't want to talk about it this week because I I didn't get that far into it but I started up vampire I think it's called vampire mm-hmm. Va- yeah vampire with a y right you and know what you mean playing that I was just playing it in bed one night and it's all so seamless like it just it blows my mind how well that works and right. it kind of is like but that's single player right yeah it's completely single player so I don't have to worry about input like which it, it's pretty minimal um but obviously i don't recommend playing 
competitive no. shooters or anything like that. Um, and not even Sea of Thieves in our last experience that we had. You know, I, maybe I it's better. In the we should try that, that again. Have, yeah, because I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the issue was there. Um, it might have been the multiplayer aspect of it. Um, I think it was just you know it was going from the Xbox to the phone to the controller to the controller to the phone to the you know what I mean. It was just too much of a chain to go back and forth. Right, too many too many links to get right. to the, the final place. But exactly. Yeah, with xCloud doing well, it's it kind of scares me about the Nintendo stuff. Obviously, you have first-party Nintendo games that you can't play anywhere else, but I'm super happy where xCloud is right now, um, and it's only going to get better. So, Right. Well, compared awesome. to those people that paid $130 what is it, 30 or $40 for the Stadia Founders <laughs> oh, Pack and God, still can't people. play anything, <laughs> and now they're including games that people have already paid for for free. Yeah, and no. GeForce just dropped their streaming thing yeah, where you can Nvidia. stream your whole Steam library right. or Epic library or <laughs> good old games library. Like, uh, <laughs> Stadia, where you at? And I think uh, Amazon's supposed to be dropping something any day now, too. So. God, yikes. Yeah, that's no, not I'll have to talk to my friend about Amazon. I'll let you know next week. Oh, Chocolate knows a guy. Oh, I might know. Some. I bet he could get you free shipping. <laughs> no, that son of a bit. If he can, Amazon I can. Scrooges. Yeah, me too. Amazon are Scrooges. Um, anyway, moving on. I've got a cough. Okay. Well, I don't want to hear about that cough because that leads us to our next story, Bear. Um, finally, the uh, coronavirus has infiltrated the gaming industry. No. Yep. Uh, Say what? Yeah, there's a few stories here. Um, Private Division, the, the creators of outer world um basically just had to delay the release for the switch version of the game due to office closures because of the massive chinese epidemic nintendo also acknowledged that the virus is going to affect manufacturing and some of their products and it also from some from some of the economy reports that i read it could delay both new consoles sony and microsoft because they're both made in taiwan which is real close to china and they already have infected people so Joy. That's fun stuff. And another little fun note is, uh, uh, what is it, Innocence? Uh, there's a Plague game that's a mobile game. Oh. A Plague Innocence oh, or something t- like that. And that thing no, has yeah. skyrocketed in sales since this coronavirus <laughs> outbreak. <laughs> that's so, so much. Up. Dude, so much so that the uh, developer of the game had to release a press statement saying, essentially, uh, you know, this is just a game. This is not science. This is not exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> so you know it's it's come to such a, a high number of downloads that they actually felt like they had to come out with a press release saying that you know this wow. is not a map of how to survive this epidemic oh so. my god <laughs> so, like in what world do you have to release a statement telling this people world that? i mean this world this yes, world clearly <laughs> but good lord people so yeah coronavirus it's it's you know slowly infiltrating everything in our lives someone sent me a meme that said you should not pop the bubbles in bubble wrap because the bubble wrap comes from china and the air in the bubbles is from china (laughs) dude i just saw one this morning that was all the disney princesses and um bell snow white jasmine and cinderella all have masks on and and mulan sitting there and it was like you just can never trust anyone mulan (laughs) (laughs) it's like come on that's ridiculous So, yeah, coronavirus, it's a thing, and it's real, and it's uh, affecting supply chain at this point. 
<laughs> and affecting our news. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Jack has got a cough, so this may be his last week. Ooh. We'll love you, Bear. Oh, well. we'll carry on in your honor, though, so don't worry. I'll try. I'll try and make the ten weeks, and then uh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you can hold on for out. ten more episodes, and then that's yeah. how you quit the show: is die of coronavirus. Oh yeah, I can get awesome. on board with that. <laughs> Not really, Bear. Don't you go anywhere. Go get some emergency right now. So does that right. actually stop the coronavirus? I don't know. You know, <laughs> vitamin C is supposed to fight off yeah. sicknesses and stuff. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Cold fair and enough. flu. Anyway, let's get back to the next one. <laughs> so I got some more delay news. Um, Beyond Good and Evil 2 is delayed to at least 2021 now. Uh, they I had didn't a, even know it was supposed to come out in 2020. So, <laughs> so um, just just so you guys know, this game was initially announced in 2008. So I didn't even know it was that far back. But uh, in an earnings call last week, uh, Ubisoft has five titles that they confirmed to be released in late 2020, early 2021. Um, and none of these are going to be beyond Good and Evil 2. So they're going to push it for another year. Uh, just womp, if, you're, womp, yeah, womp, if you're wondering womp. what's coming out, it's going to be God, Gods and Monsters, uh, Rainbow Six Quarantine, Watch Dogs Legions, um, oh, an God. untitled Assassin's Creed title, and then another unannounced title that they have confirmed is not the Beyond Good and Evil 2. So they should just squash this game at this point. It's been 12 years. Yeah, but I feel like this is like the weird, like rabid fan base. Like, like uh, Kingdom Hearts type deal. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know if you mess with those people. Just sit, <laughs> sit in a, a, a constant state of disappointment. And then when the game does come out, it's never going to be good enough. So yeah, that's exactly where Half-Life 3 and Valve are. They're like, no, we need to make a VR game because we're not going to try to make Half-Life 3. No way. (laughs) So, yeah, that's about it for the news. That's all I could find off 27 different websites. Hey, that's not too bad. I feel like we had some nice discussions there. That's what really counts, right? Yeah, we hit all the main points. Boom. That's all I'm trying to do. Speaking of main points, what games are coming out this week? With the news I love that. We should have that as a clip every time the news comes on now. Um, right, so Game Pass games that have just come in. We have Final Fantasy XV, the Royal Edition, and that's on PC. That is, sorry, on PC. It's the Windows Edition. Um, there is Wolfenstein Youngblood, and that's for Xbox and PC. We've got Wasteland Remastered. We have Scourge Bringer to the PC. And then Darksiders Genesis is coming out on the 14th of February. Coming up soon. We Coming up very Another soon. Another romantic um, they, title for Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> Dark we're Siders hacking and slashing. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't sit well, that one. Um, right, this one I'm going to murder straight off. So, Pesquio Shooting Stars Bravo. We'll Sikio. Sikio, yeah. Sikio. I'd leave that cool. P at the door. Talking of which, um, yeah, so that's coming out on the Switch on the 18th of February. There is also Devil May Cry 3, the special edition, and that's out on the 20th of February. Oh, I almost messed that up. And uh, we also have some games leaving Game Pass, which are Shadow of the Tomb Raider, The Jackbox Party Pack 2, Pumped BMX Pro, Rage, and Disney Epic Mickey 2, The Power of Two. There's no date confirming when they're leaving, so it's expect the them the to month. leave. 
Yeah, expect them to leave any time between now and the end of Feb. So it's Shadow a good time the... to go ahead, babe. Or go ahead. I would say Let's Shadow see. Shadow the Tomb Raider is one the one out of there that I would probably try to get played if you haven't played it before. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe Game's pick fantastic. up Jackbox for cheap because you get a, a discount while twenty percent off. Yeah, so, I was yeah just gonna say is it twenty or fifteen? I think it's. 15, I thought it was I 20. Remember. I think it's like 15 for games and 20 off DLC or something. Like it's yeah. different for the okay. two things. But Bear, I did want to double check and Final Fantasy 15 is on both PC and Xbox. So, funny enough, I just downloaded Final Fantasy as well. Nice. Um, yes. but th- So they have two editions. There's the Final Fantasy 15 Royal Edition, mm-hmm. Windows Edition, oh, okay. and then they have Final Fantasy 15, which is for the Xbox. I can't remember the, the Royal, rest of the Yeah, part. it's just the Royal Edition. Yeah. But there is, if you do download Final Fantasy 15, just be wary. There is like 15 bits that come with that download. Just little expansions and cosmetics things that are all packs. Yeah, I wasn't expecting it. I was expecting one game and that's it. But I had all of a sudden 21 downloads. (laughs) Yeah. Why is the queue so long? Because for some reason that Royal Edition, it downloads 14, which is the online the MMO or whatever it is. Cause I bought okay. that game for like 20 bucks last year and it downloaded, you know, like 80 gigs worth of crap. But the actual final fantasy 15 was only like 25 or 30 gigs of it. So looking at when I looked at the trailer for final fantasy, this is possibly the only final fantasy that I may actually play and enjoy. Uh, yeah. yeah I, would, I would say this is a good one for people who aren't like turn-based and then seven remasters going to kind of be along the same lines, right? Yeah, well, you'll have the option. Right, right to play it, not turn-based. Right, it's more of a action RPG, I right. guess. Long, more moose style. Exactly. <laughs> no. I'll see how I get into this Final Fantasy malarkey. It's, if you like road trips with your bros, it's uh, it's, it's up there. I think it's like a as as seven, drive. 70 or 80 hour road trip though, Bear, so make sure you use the restroom. Oh, road trip. Yeah. Let me delete that off my box. <laughs> Finish a tale of two sons, or brothers, yeah. whatever, whatever we decided it's called. How about you just finish Gunman Clive Two? <laughs> <laughs> I could do that too. Oh my god! Start out Give with small year. goals and work our way up. That's how we build a big man <laughs> out of you, bear. Boom! But I want to be a boy, Geppetto. Oh no! <laughs> we should probably uh, plug the show up. Yeah, definitely. Let's get out of here before somebody says something we shouldn't. All right. Make sure to go over to Apple Podcasts, uh, rate us, do all that fun stuff over there. Uh, Join us on Discord. It's where we all hang out each and every day talking about all sorts of stuff. Uh, Links for the Discord are in the show notes. If you'd like to support the show with your hard-earned money, head on over to patreon.com slash podcast. Um, If you'd like to be more like Rocker Dude, and win some things, have your name announced, uh, that's a good way to do that. Go over, check out the tiers, check out uh, some of the posts that we've made. Chocolate puts out a Chocolate Ramblings, which is a fun little five-ish minute audio clip where you get to hear all of the insanity that happens inside of Chocolate's head. It's a good little listen. Yeah. Sometimes I talk to myself. It's weird. Sometimes. I think think that's exactly what those things are. It's just you talking to yourself. (laughs) That is true. Um, an additional way that you can support the podcast is head to our merch store, which is through Spreadshirt. Links for that are in the show notes as well. Uh, Twitter and Instagram, we are at CAG Podcast. And if you need to reach out via email, 
for anything, cagpodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to get a hold of me, I'm at Risky the Kid everywhere. Chocolate, how about you? Chocolate about 80 everywhere. And the moose. Moosenstein, 8314 everywhere. All right. Thank you, everyone, for tuning into this week's episode of Cross Atlantic Gaming. We'll catch you guys next week for an all new episode. Goodbye. See ya. Take care. What do you get from a pampered cow? What? Spoiled milk. <laughs> oh, okay. Have we lo- have we stopped the your mama jokes? I didn't. Really I never really started them. Go ahead, bear. Your mama's teeth are so yellow when she smiles at traffic; it slows down. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call an illegally parked frog? A rib no, go on. Toad. (laughs) Son of a bitch. (laughs) Hey bear, knock knock. Who's that? A little old lady. A little old lady who? All this Ah. time, and I didn't even know you could yodel. Dude. God, that's so cringy. (laughs) I knew it was happening. happening. (laughs) Little old lady. (sighs) Alright, knock knock, bear. Who's there? Robin. Oh, God's sake. Robin who? Robin you. Now hand over the cash, sucker.